0: Welcome to Season 3 of The Successful Strategist, a podcast on strategy, management, and governance dedicated to helping you address the most important questions any organization can ask. I'm Mitchell Muncy, a consultant who has co-founded or led five startups, for-profit and non-profit, spanning the media, public policy, and higher education. In these practical five minute episodes, I cut through jargon and myth to offer you the same advice I give my clients. Good morning. This is the sixth in a series of episodes on the roles that people in key positions play in your strategy. Last time, I offered suggestions for breaking out of the cycle of frustration that CEOs and boards often experience when developing an organization's strategy. When you serve on a board, whether for-profit or nonprofit, the most important thing to keep in mind is that your obligation is to the organization as a whole. Today, I'll discuss four implications of this fundamental truth in helping an organization develop and maintain a viable strategy. First, even if you owe your membership on the board solely to the chief executive, the board chair, or another board member, it's your duty to form independent opinions about matters of concern, starting on your first day of service. You're never obliged to vote for something or to be silent if you don't believe it's a good idea or if you don't believe you have enough information. I frequently tell my clients that things are exactly as they appear, meaning that if you're a moderately experienced and sensible person and you identify what seems to you to be a problem, the odds you're entirely wrong are very small. On the contrary, the odds are far greater that the situation is worse than you suspect. Even if no one agrees with you, your concerns will still be recorded in the board minutes. Second, serving the whole means understanding all the organization's activities, not just the ones with which you have previous experience or that interest you personally. Strategy is the best example. You may never have been in charge of or participated in strategy development or strategic planning, but if you leave this critical work to the CEO or to board members who supposedly have more experience, you might as well not be there. Use a sense of your inexperience as an opportunity to expand your knowledge into new areas. I promise you will discover interests and competencies you never knew you had. Third, even as you learn about the organization's activities, realize that trying to involve yourself in the management of particular functions usually isn't a good idea. Board members are not managers of the organization. In keeping with your strategic role, focus much more on the fit between the organization's activities than on how the organization performs any specific activity. An organization can perform all its activities very well, yet fail to fit those activities together into a coherent whole. Your role as a board member is to help the organization be more than the sum of its parts. Fourth, you shouldn't be passive. You're not obliged to limit your attention only to the information or issues that others choose to present. Or to do only what you're asked when you're asked, and to do nothing if you're not asked. Many board members are to some degree in awe of the organizations they serve, or at least like the status of being on a board, particularly if they're compensated. And it's true, board service, especially for a respected business or worthy nonprofit, with a group of people you like and respect, can be very enjoyable. But you must never forget your responsibility to hold the organization accountable. Behind every serious corporate or nonprofit crisis, you will find a complacent or compliant board, guaranteed. My question for today is, think about your own organization as well as those on whose boards you serve. Do they encourage independence among board members in specific ways you could describe? It's not difficult to imagine how a board member taking up the four points I just discussed could become a far greater burden than a benefit to an organization. Next time, I'll discuss practical ways board members can be constructive even as they seek to offer an independent voice. Most people learn about podcasts from friends and colleagues. If this episode was helpful, please take 30 seconds right now to recommend The Successful Strategist to one other person. And be sure you haven't missed any of the previous episodes. If you'd like to receive my twice-monthly newsletter, which includes show notes and a summary of important ideas about strategy, management, or governance, sign up at thesuccessfulstrategist.com. I'm glad we could invest this time together. Remember, Being a successful strategist doesn't require specialized training or unique insight, just a commitment to asking the right questions. The Successful Strategist is a production of Prospera LLC, a consulting firm providing strategy development, nonprofit due diligence, crisis management, and interim executive management to mission-driven organizations and philanthropists. Learn more at prosperallc.com. This is Mitchell Muncy.